I like what that Bukele guy is doing in El Salvador. Wish we had someone like that here. Is a very popular phrase that I keep hearing and reading and seeing as the president has infamously been severely cracking down on on gangs by arresting them by the thousands and essentially not giving cr these criminals even an opportunity to represent themselves in court. He was granted emergency powers several times by the courts in El Salvador and with that he's been able to send thousands of suspected gang members to all these giant prisons. He has also been posting on social media the way that he's been rounding them up and having them, you know, sit very close to each other with their heads down and basically humiliating them, basically, de you know, dehumanizing them. And there are multiple angles to this scenario that I want to explore because on one hand, you have the human rights groups complaining that hey, the, you know, this isn't right. There's all these people that are caught up that more than likely are innocent. There are 1,200 kids that are among the tens of thousands that have been arrested by the military and by the police in El Salvador during all these crackdowns. So that definitely is a very iffy number. But here's the thing. And the president, I mean, like it or not, he has remained very, very popular in El Salvador. He has had very strong approval ratings, and it's to a point in which he is seeking re-election, even, uh, even though you're not allowed multiple terms when you're, when you're president in El Salvador. But he is willing to override that and run for, you know, run for president again, because I guess he feels like the job still isn't done to completely eradicate uh, you know, the abundance of gangs that unfortunately plague Central America. So, like, on one hand, you have the human rights groups complaining, but if the country has pretty much voted for him, if the country continues supporting these measures, I mean, can the human rights groups look elsewhere, please? Because it's very fascinating how the United States has condemned these actions. Even though the United States has more prisoners than any other country, probably outside of China. I want to say United States still has more prisoners. They have more prisoners than any other country in the world. There is a for-profit business for criminals and innocent people being put into jail. Like, this is a business that makes billions of dollars in the United States. The concept of sending people to jail. So who are we in the United States to be criticizing the way it's being done in El Salvador? Like, who are we to criticize? Especially considering the fact that the United States is greatly responsible for the gang violence that is happening in Central America. Those gangs that have, you know, that have caused havoc in El Salvador, in Guatemala, in Honduras, they they primarily came from California, primarily came from Illinois, from within the United States. They were arrested, they were deported, and they were sent to a country they hardly knew. And of course, when you send somebody with no resources, with no knowledge of where they're going, and no knowledge of their destination, of the place they end up in, what do you think is going to happen? 
The United States has greatly caused this. And I've gotten into so many arguments with <laughs> dozens of people because they complain about the migrants and the immigrants. And like, how many are we supposed to house? The United States has fucked up Latin America severely in the last century. As I have said for so long, they have been directly involved with nearly every single you know, Latin American country at one point or another, whether it be invasion, whether it be getting in the way of the elections, whether it be, you know, getting involved in coup, they getting involved with terrorist assassinations, you name it. And I'm not saying that anybody within the White House right now is responsible, even though some of them were there when these atrocities happened. What I am saying is that the United States has a responsibility and the United States should be the last country to bitch about how people are being sent to jail in another country. Just throwing that out there. It's a very fascinating study because, personally, I don't want tens of thousands of people being rounded up and sent to jail without trial. That wouldn't be the way I do things. But... It is working. It sucks that this is the measure that has to be taken. It sucks that, you know, over a thousand kids are involved in this, but it's working. The murder rates have indeed dropped. The crime rate has indeed dropped significantly in El Salvador. Like, you can look up the numbers, and as I've said, it's gotten very good support from the people that live there. So who am I to complain I wouldn't do this. So it's an interesting angle because here I am not enjoying what's happening there, but I cannot dispute the results, if that makes sense. And that's, it's it's a hard pill to swallow because as I've said, I'm not somebody, I'm somebody who does not, who only wants to send the very, 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 very worst people in jail, but I have to make sure that these people are truly guilty because my mindset living in the United States there are so many people that are innocent that are in jail right now there are so many people with really small insignificant crimes that are in jail and there's so many atrocities that this country has committed and so many truly terrible people that have committed truly terrible acts that have affected tens of thousands and even millions of people and they're not in jail George W. Bush should be in prison. Dick Cheney should be in prison, right? They like these people should have been in prison after Obama got elected. They should there should have been an investigation as to everything that had happened. These people have committed significantly more crimes, have harmed significantly more people than pretty much all of almost all of the criminals that we have locked up in our prisons. So, you know, who are we, who is this country to be like, oh, well, I don't like what's happening in El Salvador. Well, fix your own shit, all right? Fix, fix the situation in your country first before you complain. And, you ha- and the United States has the money and the resources and the power to be able to f- solve this problem in terms of the policing and the sentencing and the jail situation, the for-profit prisons. Like, the entire system is screwed. Who are we to complain? <laughs> it's out. And El Salvador has 
very little of the money and resources and they've pulled off what feels like almost miraculous that they've been able to essentially clean up the country even if it's through like wildly drastic measures and yeah I still don't trust that guy but I cannot argue with results so that's one angle and the other angle is the well we need someone like him over here the biggest threat to the United States citizens, to the United States people, is white supremacy. It's white supremacists. It's these hate groups that have been allowed to spew their hatred and commit their atrocities and just continue to grow in numbers thanks to the wild increase in you know, hate groups that have been occurring in the 21st century. They've been allowed to thrive in the United States. The very same people that say, oh, we need someone like him over here are the very same ones that downplay January 6th. The same one, these are the same ones that downplay the white supremacists that are poisoning this country. Because their vision of what they believe are the others, are the criminals, are the minorities. That's that's essentially what it is. They see what's happening in El Salvador. They see the brown-skinned people with tattoos, and they're like, that's the type of people we need rounded up in this country. When in fact, in fact, it's the very people wearing those red hats, waving those Nazi flags, waving those Confederate flags, every once in a while waving those Blue Lives Matter flags. Those are the ones that are causing the most pain and damage in the United States. And they don't even have to carry a gun and commit a crime sometimes. All they have to do is be in politics and support those that are committing the heinous crimes. We have white supremacists and those that sympathize with the white supremacists in politics, in the Senate, in the House. It's all over the place. You cannot have somebody like the El Salvadorian president over here and be able to do the same thing because there's an entire damn political party that pretty much sympathizes with them and needs their votes. And the other party, the other major party, continues to play with these people with kitty gloves and does not actually double or triple down on the fact that they are a threat and they need to be eradicated. We have people waving Nazi flags right now. In America, in Germany, that's banned. Nazi flags are banned in the very country that invented the party. And the very country that went to war to fight these people have more Nazis. How does that happen? The United States sent millions of soldiers overseas to die. And generations later, there are Nazis scattered all across the land and they're allowed to do what they're allowed to do. And instead, with all these Republican states, instead of focusing on that, they're focusing on drag shows and the LGBTQ community and teachers that is why we that is why this concept of oh we need someone like him over here is such garbage it is trash and it's this type of thing is said by trash people that do not realize that the actual threat is their own friends and family it's just it bothers me so much bothers me so much 
the way that people talk that the way the white Americans talk about Latinos. And this came at around the same time as the World Baseball Classic controversies. That's a separate subject. But there were the Republicans suddenly being, you know, angry at the cartel, right? The Mexican cartel because they killed a couple Americans. Well, are you going to go after the guns? Are you going to go after the gun manufacturers that sell the weapons to the cartel? No, you're not. You're not. You're going to continue painting Latinos as the enemy, whether it be the gang members, the MS-13s that you guys helped create, whether it be the cartels that you guys helped fund. You're going to continue looking at them as the enemy, but you're going to continue to look at your backyard, see those Nazi flags. You're going to continue seeing those voters with those Nazi flags, and you're going to still try to gun for their vote and collect their money. Disgusting, <laughs> just disgusting behavior. I do not like, for the record, I do not like what's happening in El Salvador. I wish it'd be different. But it's getting results because he is indeed going after the people that have caused the terror. Because, yeah, he, like, you know, there are symbols, there are obvious physical pieces of evidence that prove who are these gang members. And I'm sure for the most part, they've been able to round up these actually bad people. They more than likely have rounded up innocent people along the way, which is why I'm against it. But their his actions are creating better results than any of the actions happening in the United States when trying to tackle the true terrors of within their within its borders because he's going after the right people. Not the best methodology. And like I said, innocent people are rounded up. But his results are working because he recognized the threat. The United States government, the United States in general, has not, politically, has not recognized the actual threat. The American citizens have been screaming it for a while now. But it's Trump is still allowed to run. Trump has not been arrested yet. As of this recording, he has not been arrested. And there's a chance that he might randomly get arrested finally. But he's been running around. He's been able to run for president twice. Twice while breaking the law as president and after being president. We continue forgetting that when Biden showed up, like he was greeted with nothing. They left him a terrible mess. They didn't give him the proper information. They didn't give him the proper resources. They left everything so a major part of the reason why the Biden years have not been as good as they should have been, especially with the Dems having the control that they had for a while, is because we had to work with nothing. The previous administration burned everything to the ground from the denial of Biden winning to the January 6th you know, attack to them not, be, not impeaching him and not removing him from office. Yeah, he got impeached twice, but does it really matter if they didn't remove him from office? We got left with a mess. These, this, that core, the maggots, the white supremacists, those people that were going to hang the vice president, that is your biggest threat. And if the United States does not recognize the biggest threat and go after them directly as hard and as viciously as possible, there's no way that we have a repeat of what 
the El Salvadorian president is doing over here. It doesn't happen if you don't recognize the damn threat. That's my point. So these people are like, oh, we need someone like him over here. No, he's not the solution. The solution is people like you finally acknowledging that white supremacists are the problem. Because politically, these people are basically the descendants of the Confederates that continue to not see black people as as equals. They don't see Latinos as equals. They don't. They they only see themselves, the white Christians, as the only proper Americans. And for as long as those types of people, that type of mindset, can stay in power. We're going to continue having these problems. We're going to continue having these overcrowded prisons full of people that deserve a second chance, that probably won't get that second chance. We're going to have prisons full of innocent people. We're going to have prisons full of people who their only crime was having, you know, was having drugs, and they're going to be dependent on drugs because there's no actual resources to help them out. It's basically punish them and good freaking luck as we toss you back out into the streets. Simple as that. It is a terrible system. It is an annoying system. And just all of the wrong people are in the White House. Just so many of the worst people are in the White House right now. And that's why El Salvador's crimes is dropping and why America's, you know, crime rate continues being the way that it is. And the worst part is all of the most heinous crimes don't even get reported or don't even get viewed as crimes. And it's those damn companies collecting those extra profits and making it ever so difficult for regular Americans to live their lives, which leads to crimes, which leads to people getting desperate. This is why gun violence is so, it's such a high number here because everyone's angry. Everyone's angry. Everyone's broke. Everyone's blaming each other. There are countries with really high gun, you know, gun usage rates and they don't have a here, just a hear of a fraction of the crime numbers that we have over here because those people are taken care of. And it's also funny because, you know, the very same people are like, oh, we need that over here. Well, also, if I were to say, hey, we need... You know, the way that Norway or Sweden does healthcare, we need that over here. Then they'll be like, well, it's completely different. It's a different country. They have less people and blah, 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 blah. So it's an issue because it's another country. But that very same person will look at what's happening in El Salvador and be like, yeah, that's what we need. Really? That little tiny I, that little tiny country in Central America has has the solution we can do that very same thing they're doing in that in El Salvador here in the United States where we're like four time zones wide, 300 million plus, 170th in population density. Come on. Come on. I'm just annoyed.
I am annoyed at... I'm annoyed that people look at this news and they just, you know, they consume it so improperly. It works in El Salvador. It couldn't work here. Because as I've said, El Salvador recognized there was a problem, saw who was the problem, and did something about it. United States has yet to actually recognize the problem, has yet to actually allocate the resources to battle the problem, and has yet to vote the proper people that would actually battle this problem. And has yet to actually create a proper system that would allow for voters to properly vote the people in that would be able to fix the problem. Because we, you know, the voter suppression, you know, it's a thing. So those of you reading the news about El Salvador, stop it. Read it, consume it, but don't try to compare it to the United States. Because you'd just be completely wrong. What they're doing is working, but it, but you gotta also acknowledge and recognize that it's an actual act of desperation by a country that's been hounded by generations of decisions made by the United States government that has led to this situation. As I've said, between all the coup attempts, between all the blockades, all the warfare, all the invasions has created a scenario in which El Salvador firmly believed that their only solution to get out of the violent hole that they were in is literally rounding up over a thousand fucking kids and rounding up tens of thousands of people in general without, you know, due process of law and hoping that is the solution. Even if it's an act that is yielding decent results. I guess they're going to be hosting the Miss, you know, the the Miss Universe pageant I guess next year. Even if it has created these results, I'm pretty sure they would trade it all away if it just meant a proper proper future for El Salvador because this problem I mean this solution cannot be the permanent solution. At some point, you're going to have to look at other solutions to to go along with what you're doing now. At some point, this will go wrong. And luckily, we haven't reached that point, knock on wood. But as I've said, this is an act of desperation by a country that has been punished brutally by larger powers. And I think the right way to look at this news is for us to see the United States as a country that should be doing more to fix the problems they have created and mend some of the bridges. It cannot be a coincidence that you know Central and South America has looked more towards other superpower nations like China as opposed to the United States to improve its future. Come on, you got to be able to do the math. So yeah, so I I pray that El Salvador continues getting better and I pray that, you know, this police state that it has created can kind of calm down a little as they seek better solutions. And I pray that that president does not become a dictator because the last thing, 
Latin America needs is another wannabe dictator. That's the last thing we need. We already have enough of those. We've gotten rid of a couple, but we need to we need to make sure that we don't have any more. Please and thank you. You know, ora por el Salvador. Esa gente merecen lo mejor. I I pray for you guys in El Salvador. I I wish you the best. I wish all of Latino America the best. All of you. Except for those that are still rooting for Bolsonaro. You guys grow up first and then I'll pray for you. <laughs> but um, have a good night. And we'll talk later.